Hello, and welcome to another episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. This week, we're continuing with part two of Does God Truly Speak to Us Through Dreams and Visions? Last week, I shared with you, among other things, one of the things that might cause us to have demonic dreams. One avenue that was mentioned was listening to various things while sleeping, such as TVs, radios, audiobooks, etc. A young woman that I met some years ago in Canada messaged me to share a great confirmation of the word that God gave us. Her name is Tracy. Some years ago, as a young music teacher, she asked her class how many of them went to sleep listening to radios, TVs, iPods, etc. She said the majority of them raised their hands. She asked her class to do an experiment with her. They were not to listen to anything going to sleep at night, and then every morning log as to how they felt when waking up after not listening to anything while sleeping. Tracy said that the experiment was a huge success and revealed awesome details. She said all of the students realized that going to sleep, listening to music, etc., caused them to wake up feeling anxious, moody, or even angry in the mornings. This wasn't something that she did recently because of the podcast, but something that God had laid on her heart years ago to do as a young Christian teacher. Much to my amazement, without either of us ever having discussed this matter with one another, as it turns out, Tracy also sleeps with earplugs and an eye mask. Obviously, this is something that God has led another one of his prophets to do as well. Again, I implore each of you to turn off the things that you're listening to as you're going to sleep at night or during the day if you're a day sleeper. Our Father wants to speak to each of us. Remember, it doesn't mean every night that the dreams you'll have will mean something. It doesn't even mean that you'll dream every night. But just as we have insurance to be prepared for the just-in-case times, we should be prepared even more so for those times just in case God wants to download something to us during our sleeping hours. From the time that God gave the king of Gerah a dream concerning Sarah, when she and Abraham had presented her as Abraham's sister rather than his wife, until this very day, our father will speak to us concerning various reasons through our dreams. As a prophet, there are dreams that I remember until this day from when I was a small child. Or since my family was strict Catholic, at that time, I had no way of knowing what God was speaking to me or even that he was speaking since no one in my family understood the significance or meaning of dreams. My paternal grandmother from time to time would speak of dreams and what she believed they meant. But since that time, I'd actually come to ignore many of the things spoke as far as dreams were concerned. Why? Because they didn't and don't line up with the word of God. God used his word more than once to warn people in the Bible in various matters and situations. 
We know that God spoke to Joseph on more than one occasion through his dreams and also used him to interpret the dreams of the butler and the wine taster. While Joseph is referred to as the dreamer, we understand that this man was a prophet who God used through dreams. I've stated more than once, and I stand by these words adamantly. No father wants his child born deaf. No father wants his child not to be able to hear his voice. And it's no less with our heavenly father. He wants each of us to hear him. Now, some may hear him more or on a different level than others, but I know he wants us all to be able to hear his voice. What makes the difference is how much we are willing to pay attention and listen when he's speaking. It doesn't matter that someone is a prophet or not. From the newest Christian and follower of Christ to the oldest and most mature ones as his sons and daughters, God wants each of us to have ongoing communications with him. We must remember that prayer is not just talking to God, but God talking back to us as well. He wants us to hear him. Therefore, he uses various means and ways to speak to us. And one of those ways, I repeat, only one of those ways is through dreams. I believe that God will even, even speak to the non-believers through dreams in order to draw them to him. I wouldn't doubt for one minute that God speaks to the leaders and heads of nations in their dreams, but either they blatantly choose to ignore them or are too embarrassed to mention them publicly. When the king of Gerah had the dream where God warned him against touching Sarah, it wasn't just for Abraham and Sarah's sake, but for all of the people of Gerah. God let the king know that if he touched Sarah, that God wasn't just going to deal with the king as an individual, but the entire nation which served under that king. When God speaks to us through dreams, there are many reasons that he will do so. But again, the issue is whether or not we listen and obey. So there are times that we will have dreams of, of warnings or to prepare us for a particular event. And it's not always to change those events. When God gave Joseph the dreams of the stars and the wheat bowing down to him, it wasn't for the purpose of stroking his ego, but rather so that when his trials and tribulations occurred, that he would not lose hope and give up. It was to encourage and uplift him. It was so that he would have a constant reminder of what God had in store for him. It was to prepare and equip him for the position that he would hold in the future as Pharaoh's right-hand man. God knew that Joseph's time of imprisonment, imprisonment would come, and during those years, he would need a word of God to hold on to. As I shared in the podcast two weeks ago from the 119th Division of Psalms, it's your word, O Lord, that causes me to hope. This is also why we must be sure that the dreams, not just our nighttime dreams, but our hopes and visions that we're holding on to are dreams and hopes that God has promised us. And again, these promises and dreams must line up with his word. 
God will warn us, prepare us, encourage, and even chastise us through dreams. But as stated earlier, we must be sure as to when our dreams are from God and when they're not. There are many things that can cause dreams to occur in our sleep. And when wanting to hear from the Father, we must be sure to avoid them all. And to make a long story short, we should always be wanting to hear from God. But why does God speak to us in dreams and visions that need to be interpreted? Why doesn't he just say what he means or what he wants us to understand and know? In Mark 4 and 34, it reads, he did not say anything to them without using a parable. But when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. In Matthew 13, 10 through 16, it reads, the disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. But this people's heart has become callous. They hardly hear with their ears and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts in turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. For truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. The Strong's Concordance defines parables as an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. It's defined as a narrative, fictitious but agreeable to the laws and usage of human life by which either the duties of men or the things of God, particularly the nature and history of God's kingdom, are figuratively portrayed. Our dreams and visions are the parables through which God is speaking things to us. We are counted among those who have and will be given even more. As followers of Christ, we are among those whom he has chosen to understand the meanings and interpretations of the parables that we are given in dreams. Remember, as Jesus told his disciples, everything is not for everyone to understand, which is specifically why he spoke to them in parables. However, when we spend time alone with him, he will explain everything to us. In my dreams, for me, some things are constants. In other words, they don't change. When I dream of fish, it's usually a matter that God is letting me know that a new soul is coming into the world or that there will be a time that I'll be leading others to Christ. I can say this 
because through the word that Jesus spoke to his disciples in Matthew 4, 19, in the New International Version, it reads, come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. Through this, I know that oftentimes fish will represent souls. I had the honor of attending a memorial service of a wonderful man of God just this weekend. To my knowledge, he was never officially ordained as a preacher or anything of the sort, but he was definitely a man that God used to fish for souls. As each person entered the place where his servants were held, they were given a keychain with a fishing hook on it. Not a real hook, but one that you can keep as a reminder as to what your purpose is in life and what God has called each of us to do. Each and every person that spoke about him all said the same things, that they knew him as one to bring souls into the kingdom of heaven. I truly believe that now that he has entered into the presence of our father, he has heard the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the presence of the Lord. Let's all be fishers of men, bringing souls into the kingdom of our Father. I've had people to tell me that they've dreamed of dogs chasing them. I remember as a young mother, again at a time before my salvation, I dreamed that there were dogs snarling and growling while circling around the bed I was sleeping in with my baby. They never got in the bed or actually attacked me, but in the dream, I was absolutely terrified and held my baby close to me with all my might. Dogs, no matter how much we may love and pet them, they are never ever spoken of in good context throughout the word of God. When dreaming of dogs, they usually represent demons or vicious enemies. Psalms twenty-two sixteen reads, dogs surround me, a pack of villains encircle me. They pierce my hands and my feet. Jeremiah 15 and 3 reads, I will send four kinds of destroyers against them, declares the Lord, the sword to kill and the dogs to drag away. In this instance, dogs represent destroyers, devourers, and in some illustrations, even chastisement. Dreaming of weapons, guns, swords, or whatever weapon one may have in a dream will vary. I know someone who dreamed they had a gun, but it wasn't loaded. It meant that the weapon that they may have been using against the enemy was real, but ineffective. There was no power behind it. Basically, that tells us that even when using the word of God against the enemy, we must be sure that we have the power of the Holy Ghost within us so that the weapons that we are using against the enemy are effective and accomplishing the purpose that they are ordained for. This is also true when dreaming of weapons that are loaded with blanks. This reveals that the weapons being used in the spiritual warfare are carnal, basically of the flesh, as opposed to the word that says that our weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. 
In the Amplified Classic Edition, that same verse reads, for the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. Unloaded guns or guns loaded with blanks would be an indication that an individual has actually begun to fight their spiritual battles in the flesh and not in the spirit as we have been taught to do. It would mean that we've begun to fight humans, our sisters and brothers in the Lord or our mates or our husbands or wives, people on the job or neighbors as opposed to fighting the true enemies, which are demons that the enemy has sent against us. We must remember that we must use our weapons of warfare in the spirit through and with the power of the Holy Ghost. As I close this week's chapter, I ask that you also remember in part one, I mentioned that I thought everyone dreamed in color. I was so amazed to find out that we don't. Therefore, next week, I hope to finish our time of speaking about dreams and visions and share very shortly more on the colors for those of us who do dream in color and what some of those colors may indicate. Also, I ask you, please feel free to text, email, or message me with questions you may have concerning your dreams. Until then, be blessed. And remember, you're always in my prayers. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net and through the Facebook post or Facebook Messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support, and may God bless each and every one of you.